This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Dr. Mark Shepherdly as my guest. Dr. Shepherdly is the University Club Medical Director and is also an Associate Professor of Clinical Medicine at Washington University School of Medicine. In addition to being just an amazing internal medicine doctor, he has done a ton of research and speaking on cutting-edge medical topics. From AIDS research to integrative medical approaches, Dr. Shepherdly is an expert in his field. And today he joins me to talk about PrEP. Now, if you're wondering what PrEP is, I was wondering too. But don't worry, Dr. Shepherdly is going to tell us what it's all about during our conversation that could save a life and actually probably will. Dr. Shepherdly, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Welcome to Boldly Stated. Thank you. Excited too. Excited. I li- actually, I listened to your podcast and so it's fun to participate in part of it. Um, and, you know, the energy that you give your students is just absolutely amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Well, you give some pretty amazing energy to your patients and um, I will not, I will not make it a secret that you are one of my favorite people in the world. Um, I just think you're, you're amazing as a doctor and also amazing as a human. So my bias is out in the open um, just from the get-go, but um, today what we're going to be talking about is prep. And before we get going, I feel like you need to tell everybody what this even is, because I think that there's a lot of people who don't know. So, you know, if you think about HIV from the early 80s, when we had our first cases, 1982, um, we treated actively after someone was infected. Mm -hmm. And we've preached safe sex, we've preached condoms forever and ever. But now we have an option that is pre-exposure prevention. And so it, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, it's only for the gay population. You know, we're a very metrosexual population now, you know, and, and I think that as we see trends with definition of gender and definition of sexuality, because there's a big difference between the two and, and you know, we're able to allow people to live Um, as they would want to live independently and with full expression sexually, but also to protect themselves so that they can at least decrease risk of HIV through PrEP as you would use condoms and safe sex motives, whether it is a a vaginal barrier, you know, there are many ways for safe sex and this complements that. So they don't suggest PrEP without safe sex, we have a, a, a population that's, you know, pretty creative. <laughs> and so there are a lot of them that still don't practice safe sex, even on PrEP. But the big point is you're reducing risk of transmission over 90%. And, and that's amazing to me. That is amazing. And I will say the younger generations um, tend to be more fluid with their sexuality, right? And whereas I think older generations are still sort of in this mindset of um, not so much, we'll just say that. And so I think this topic right from the get-go, I'm guessing there are people listening and they're thinking this doesn't apply to me. So I think it, you know it's important to share who this applies to, right? Really, and, and who we're talking to um, and why we're talking about this today. So, you know, PrEP is directed at people that are highest risk. So that's MSM, 
men having sex with men population. But anyone who is sexually active with multiple partners um, is someone who can, can potentially be at risk. And I want to pull out a couple factors that I think are really important. If you look at a demographic that is on the rise, they would never expect the women over age 50 to be an on-the-rise population. Why is it that case? Well, postmenopause, okay, fertility, we're not going to have babies, therefore no condoms, no barriers. But with that, their partners, they aren't looking at possible STIs, the sexual transmitted infections in um, whoever they're having sex with. And so even that population is someone that could consider this, especially if they're having multiple sex partners right. that are at high risk. The down low is always out there. You don't know really who the people or person that you're with has had sex with before you necessarily. You don't. And it all, and it all comes back. I mean, Missouri has, you know, a lot of reputations that go along with it, but we are the syphilis capital of the United States. Wow. No, we're not. We are too. So how progressive we are, you know, syphilis, you know, (laughs) but knowing that think hand in hand where HIV goes, where herpes goes, gonorrhea, chlamydia. So we just have to understand that we want to protect ourselves. We want to protect our partners and reduce risk. How would somebody get access to PrEP? Would they get it from their general practitioner? Do they need to go somewhere special? How does that work? Mm-hmm. So um, they have designated PrEP clinics. And so uh, there are probably, WashU has one. There are four or five different um, private practices around town that have them. So you don't have to go to, in fact, you may not even have good access if you go to the health clinic because they are more in tune with testing and treating for STIs rather than prevention. The cool thing about it though, it doesn't cost money because the programs that Gilead has offered with the agents that are used for PrEP, they are able to give you like no cost, um, but you got to commit to a couple things. One is it's not a one-time thing and you get a script and you go on for a year and you take your PrEP. You should be tested every three months Uh, That's part of the criteria of what you need to do. And that testing isn't just for HIV. It is for the whole panel of STIs. I'm, you know, I'm listening to you talk about this and I, I had not heard about this at all. And that really bothers me. Um, I feel like this is, it's like somebody's best kept secret. And why is that? I think the, it's a secret in a lot of ways because the stigmatization of HIV yeah. was how it first became kind of undercover. Um, I had an interesting call about three years ago from the man that started Total Access Urgent Care. And he goes, hey, Mark, I hear, you know, one of your patients was here and he said he's on this PrEP drug. What is this? So I told him, he goes, oh my God, I'm putting my kids on it right away. And I need to prescribe this all the time. And I said, great idea. I think, you know, you should really tell people more about it. But you got to, it's not just, I'm going to give you a drug. I want to educate you on safe sex. I want to test you to make sure that everything is fine and dandy and that you don't are carrying on an infection before starting. Because if you are HIV infected and someone just gives you PrEP, 
you're only on two of the three drugs that you need to be on and resistance can happen pretty quickly. Right. So it's getting out in mainstream more and more. You're seeing, um, not on Fox, of course, but you're seeing on, on um, Bravo, they're talking about HIV therapies, they're talking about PrEP. So it's out there in the mainstream if you look for it. But as a parent, I know for you with kids that are you know, young adults, it's something that you just want them to be aware of. And that's why you know, this passion, this time that I can spend with you telling you about it, because it's, it's great because it's going to reach an audience that is so in tuned and so appropriate for this. hundred percent. And, you know, I still, I, I think that there's still, um, you know, going back to just sexuality in general, I think there is so much of a stigma still, we're still not having conversations openly. And so I think that when it comes to prep or something that could potentially save lives, right? You have, again, this, this sort of generational reluctance to even want to have the conversation, right? Because you've got parents out there who, and and some of them are listening to me, you know, and you right now going, well, that's great for other people, but that's not my, not, that's not my kid. That's never going to be anyone that I know, you know, because they don't do that. But the reality is (laughs) maybe they do. Right. And you just and, don't know that they do it. Right. You don't know. Birds and, do it. Bees like, do it. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and it's not a big deal, but it's that reluctance to have the conversation that would make them never tell you anyway. Knowledge is power. And, you know, yeah. having that knowledge is really going to, you know, give you more power, but also more safety. Um, I can think back when I left at age 17, I went to a six year med program and my dad puts his head in the, in the car window And I got my safe sex lecture, or I got my sex lecture, actually. It was the best place for your Peters in your pants. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) So, you know, I'm I'm driving off to college, and and that was my my, uh, sex talk. And so it's like, okay, well, thank goodness I'm in medical school because, you know, I might be able to take it to the next degree. And I just, if we can just let people know that it's great to have fun. It's human nature to have fun. You know, we can be free. We can be the individuals we've been created to be. And whether that's cis, whether it's trans, you know, whether it's bisexual, you know, LGBTQ, you know, the alphabet has changed, you know, from when I was a young individual. And now we incorporate individuals. The, The best way I can say it is we service all makes. You know, uh, because we're all created so unique that there isn't a template for it. And so what we need to have is that knowledge to say, hey, I'm going to be sexually active. Let me be accountable for that. And so that means you don't want to transmit something to someone else if you can help it. Right. You know, I'm going to throw a statistic out that's daunting, and, and that is just on herpes. Herpes is a gift that keeps giving. If you look at statistics in the United States, 90% of Americans carry herpes simplex one. Only half of them know it. So 45% have been diagnosed. Herpes two, um, 70% of Americans have herpes two, only half of them know about it. Well, herpes two has gotten a bad rap because it's called genital herpes. Well, you know, we're a progressive society. A cold sore on your lip may not be herpes one. It could be herpes two. 
And we're just calling it because we used to demarcate it by a belt line. If it was above the belt, it was herpes one. If it was below the belt, it was herpes two. If we think just about cold sores and herpes, when you give blood and you're trying to um, give to pediatric packs to kids, they check you for CMV, Epstein-Barr, and herpes because they don't want to transmit that to kids when you're giving blood. You know, a lot of people are being very uh, conscientious about trying to give blood now, you know, with, with COVID, plasma that's using for COVID. So just with a simple thing like herpes, we forget that, hey, we can really decrease herpetic risk with a little bit of safety. Good point. And so it takes it from HIV, which is that big title that we're scared of, down to the low thing of herpes that 90% of Americans have. But we have a chance to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And if we can make that choice by, if we're at high risk, considering PrEP and definitely considering condoms, you know, protection is going to be important no matter what. And that's where the statistic of uh, a 99% reduction with condoms and PrEP pills comes in. I'm so happy that you're telling people about it because I think they need to know and, and hopefully we'll realize it's, it's, it sounds pretty easy, right? It's easy. Get tested, get started. Prep clinics are there. STI testing. You know, the state has programs that it's free of charge. You know, it doesn't cost anyone money to get tested. And the state even has grants to treat the STI that's going on. And then you roll into a prep plan and you're covered long-term. Wow. So, I mean, it, it is affordable. It is a choice though. We have to make that conscious choice and effort to want to do it and to want to protect us and the person we're having sex with. This is so helpful. I'm so grateful that you took the time. I know you're so busy, but I feel like this is such an important topic to be talking about and and sharing. And um, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. And, you know, if um, questions come up, I'm happy to do a follow-up or, you know, however I can get more information out to people, I'd be be happy to. This is Kim Balorchi, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated. I'm super grateful to Dr. Shepherdly for taking the time to talk about something that's so important. And Dr. Shepherdly has provided a list of prep clinics in the St. Louis area, so I've included those in the show notes for your reference. In addition, if you have any questions, please feel free to send them to me at kim at boldlystated.com, and I will make sure that Dr. Shepherdly is able to answer and field whatever responses are required. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Until next time, take good care.